HVAC 360, episode number 55, AeroSeal Update. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of HVAC 360. I am your host, Matt Nelson. This week on HVAC 360, we're going to kind of kick off our series on the AHR Expo that I just got back from. Uh, this year, it was held in beautiful Dallas, Texas. Uh, everything's bigger than Texas, and uh, I guess a congratulations goes out to Dallas, uh, because the AHR show this year was bigger than any of the previous shows in Dallas. So congratulations there for a record-setting show. Hey, a couple of things that I noticed at the show this year that were kind of interesting. You know, I've always touted that you never really necessarily see the big boys uh, at the show. But this year I did see, you know, uh, I, I saw Carrier and, of course, Train was in full strength. Actually, Train, I'll just point out, was uh, celebrating their 100-year anniversary. So... I guess, happy anniversary to Train. Uh, congratulations. It was good to see uh, everybody there. And that, sh- that, booth was, that booth was pretty packed. You started walking around the show, and there was a little bit of a log jam around the, the, on the, around the train booth. So, obviously, this week, we're going to be talking to uh, Neil Walsh again uh, from Arrow Seal. And uh, we went back to Neil because we, uh, we just couldn't, you know, he's such a nice guy, and we just couldn't get enough of Neil. Actually, he had a, a really good publicist, and, and I think that, uh, you know, he really pitched him hard. But, I, you know, it's always good to uh, to talk to Neil. I'm very excited about what Neil has to uh, to bring, and I, I kind of wanted to get, uh, you know, um, an update as far as where he was with his business. I mean, you know, still relatively new, growing in the U.S., uh, and you know, trying to establish, establish the brand. So I heard some good things and, uh, you know, there again, just wanted to stop by and talk with Neil. Now, if you remember, uh, if you are a avid listener to HVAC 360, you will very well know that episode number 34, 34, uh, talks about AeroSeal and we talked to Neil and basically, we go through just about everything, you know, going from the background of the process to, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, from the Lawrence Berkeley National Labs to how it actually works, you know. I, I guess, you know, at this point, I'm pretty much, you know, aerosealed out, except, you know, I'd really like to get, you know, some sort of visual demonstration of, you know, how the product works, uh, because I think that might be, uh, you know, a good kind of uh, added benefit to what uh, you probably are missing. Anyway, uh, I won't go into it too much further, so uh, let's just stop here and cut to the tape with Neil Walsh. All right, we're on the floor of the AHR Expo here in Dallas. Uh, it's 2013. I'm sitting here with uh, Neil Walsh. How are you doing today, Neil? I'm doing great, Matt. It's just been a fun year since we've talked last time, and uh it's been a year of growth for AeroSeal. We've really seen a huge increase in demand, not only in the States, but also as abroad. Excellent. Now, so, I mean, what are, what are some of the international things that have been going on? Well, we just got back from Abu Dhabi, where we did a hospital over there. Um, we've seen a huge increase in demand in Europe. 
both in the northern European countries and specifically now migrating down into Germany and France, where they're beginning to adopt some of those northern European energy codes that have been around since the 60s. The net result is building owners all over Europe now are looking for ways to reduce energy, and they're looking at ventilation as one of those key opportunities for them. And they're calling on Aerosteel to get out there and seal those air ducts. And so we're really seeing the market take off in Europe for energy savings. Fantastic. So now, I mean, as far as the technology goes, it really hasn't changed all that much in a year, has it? No, the technologies remain the same. We're still taking that vinyl acetate polymer and spraying it into the duct system and getting the leakage out. What we're just seeing is a growing awareness in the market about the benefits of aerosil, the benefits of the savings associated with aerosil. Let me just give you a quick study. Back in July, the U.S. Green Building Council launched a new initiative to give existing buildings a new award called EBS. And Aerosil was awarded an EB award for new technology along with Stephen Winter Associates. In that specific example, the, ener- the building owner saved over 30% annually on their heating costs because of sealing up the ventilation system. What they did is they reduced all of that cold air that was being sucked into the building because the fans were running too hard because they were able to seal up the ventilation shafts and get them going. And that was on top of an additional $7,000 a year that they saved on fan energy. So that's the type of results our customers are seeing on the energy side that's really getting people engaged in solving this problem. Plus we're seeing, as, as the, the word on aerosol gets out, we're seeing a huge amount of energy retro, not only energy retrofits, Matt, but we're seeing ventilation retrofits. Healthcare, higher education, laboratories are all coming to us saying, hey, we've got ventilation issues. We've got buildings that can't breathe properly. We've got sick building syndromes. We've got IQ issues. We've got mold growth. How do we deal with that? Up until now, there really hasn't been a good way to deal with it. But with the, seal- the ability to be able to get into the duct system and seal it out without touching the duct system, now we're talking about a revolutionary procedure. Now we're starting to have a lot of interest in that. Excellent. Now, so what are, what are some of the uh, the other commercial studies? You, you mentioned some of the uh, uh, health care that you've been getting into. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think that's a, a big area of, uh, of concern for us trying to, you know, because obviously there's spaces that, uh, you, you know, you, you think are trying to con- trying to control the humidity really tightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get that leakage, like you're saying, you're kind of actually drawing in outside air. Uh, so, are, are, you know... What are, what are some examples of that? Yeah, you know, what we're seeing in the healthcare side of it specifically, Matt, is that there's three main transmission rates for disease in hospital, airborne, bloodborne, and physical transmission. Airborne transmission is over half the problem in hospitals, and we know it all has to do with improper pressurization. you got somebody that's in a sick room, nurse opens the door, that room's pressurized because it's not ventilating properly. Guess what? All those bugs go where? They go right out into the hall. There's code compliance issues, there's pressurization issues, there's air changes per hour issues. And so we're having hospitals come to us with hospitals up in Canada all the way down to Florida, up and down the eastern seaboard are now coming to us saying, hey, we need a fix to this, these, these ventilation problems because we need to get compliant with our air changes per hour and our pressurization rates in our rooms. And we're able to step up and help them achieve those rates. You know, and i got to imagine that knowing, knowing hospitals like I do, you know, it has to be, you know, doing this duct sealing, uh, the way the system operates has to be a lot easier on the on the protocol that has to be in place because you don't have to open up the ceiling. You don't have to, you know, you can go right from the diffuser. Exactly. We're dealing with several hospitals in the New York City, and they have asbestos. And they're terrified of being able to remove those ceiling tiles, be able to touch in, in that. And they love the idea that they can actually go in and do an energy retrofit that's going to improve the building's ventilation, reduce their sick building syndrome incidents and at the same time not be able to address the asbestos issues they have in the hospital. And we're seeing amazing results. We're seeing over a 90% reduction in the leakage and ventilation, uh, 90% reduction in 
the leakage rates in these hospitals when we go in and seal up the ventilation systems. Now, I mean, I, I guess, uh, you know, from, from my perspective, is there any other uh, 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 kind of markets that have been a surprise to you that, that you've been getting into? That's a great question. We continue to see a lot of growth in the multifamily market, um, a lot of high-rise building owners that are looking for weatherization issues. We're also seeing laboratories. Recently, we were at a trade show up in San Jose, and we were talking with laboratory owners, and we were seeing a tremendous amount of interest in them in being able to reduce their energy costs. For-profit, public, and national laboratories are all up against the same issues. They have very critical air quality goals that they have to meet, and they have very high energy bills for the ventilation systems in these laboratories, and what they're finding up until now is aerosol is a great way to get into the, into the ventilation system and improve their energy costs, because now they can get those general exhaust systems and the general supply air systems to work properly. Excellent. So now, do you, as far as the adoption, um, you know, what percentage, you know, still is basically from the owner's side versus the, the engineer's side? I mean, are, are you, you know, you know, starting to see a, a push by the by the engineers to get into the specifications, or is it still mostly a, a retrofit adoption? We're beginning to see a growth rate in, in uh, specification rates definitely across the country. By being at places like the AR, AHR show, by being at Greenbuild, now we're getting the word out, word out to architects and engineers, and they're passing along to business owners that they start to integrate some of this technology up front into the building design. Excellent. Um, I guess what, what anything else that, uh, that, that's new that you can think of that uh, you can add? I'm putting you on a spot here. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've got me tongue-tied for once, Matt. Well, you know, I guess what we would say is, is that we're looking to increase the number of a big push on the West Coast this year. So I think really you're beginning to see up and down the West Coast a big increase in, in demand for aerosol. We've got some exciting projects on the, on the, on the way on the West Coast. And uh, as they start getting closer to fruition, we'll give you a call and, and show you some of the results we have. Excellent. Now, as far as like... Uh, uh, is it, is it fairly, I mean, do you have projects all over the country, like if somebody wanted to you know, talk to an owner or, or actually see a application installation, how can, how can somebody, uh, you know, do that? Is it fairly spread out? Absolutely. We're, you know, two, two ways. If you really want to get a sense of Aeroseal, number one, let's get you on the newsletter. Every month we publish a case study. It's a great way to be able to see different studies, different results of different business owners as they're all across the country of what, what's going on. The second way is, is that you know, as projects are coming up, if you're interested, contact us and we'll put you in contact with the owner and you can talk with them directly about what sort of results that they've seen. Excellent. Excellent. So, and, and they get on the newsletter by going to uh, aeroseal.com? Yeah, just come to aeroseal.com and we'll, we'll, we'll get you in, enrolled on the newsletter and you can get it every month. And not only will it give you case studies of what we're doing in the commercial field, but it'll also share best practices about what contractors are doing all across the country and show you what's going on within the, the area of duct sealing as far as trends in legislation and utilities. One of the things that we're really seeing on the residential side of the business, Matt, is a tremendous spurt and growth, but utilities are beginning to bring on residential rebate programs. Over 40 states all across the United States right now have at least one utility program. The average money back is about $250. And Matt, that's on top of $150 to $200 federal tax credit. So now the average homeowner in the United States is probably looking at about a third of the cost of the aerosol solution. The retail price is about $1,500, and they can get a third of that back, either as tax credits or rebates from their local utility. And that's really one of the reasons why we're beginning to see a tremendous upswing in the interest in aeroseal duct sealing. Excellent. Um, well, all right. Well, hey, I appreciate the update, Neil. And uh 
I appreciate you uh, just being on the show. Matt, thank you. It's great seeing you again. Have a great show. All right. And we are back. Special thanks again to Neil. It was really great to hear him talk about uh, the wonderful things that are happening actually internationally uh, with AeroSeal. I think that's really fantastic, and uh, you know it. You know it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. But no, Neil is the one thing that really gets me about Neil is he's so passionate about what he does and, and the product that he represents. And you know, from 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 what I can see, you know, it's just it, it's 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 nothing short of amazing. It's kind of magical, and and you knowing that you, going through the whole thing with uh, uh, you know installing ductwork and sealing it and making sure that it's airtight, you really like to know. Uh, because there are no air, arrows in ductwork telling the air exactly where to go, it just kind of goes where you know the least path of least resistance leaks out everywhere if you don't seal it properly. And it's nice nice to know that there's a product out there that kind of you know fits in this blind spot of of, of the duct sealing. Uh, and hopefully, some people can make some good use out of it and make uh, you know uh, to their benefit and, and make some make some profit. So kind of a win win for everybody. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully it wasn't, uh, this was a relatively short one this week. Uh, so I won't kind of belabor this too much, but again, if you have any show ideas, let me know. Uh, I, you know, you can email me at matt at buildingx.co, uh, with any feedback, comments, anything you want. Uh, speaking of comments, Anybody who uh, downloads this via iTunes, you know, I'd really appreciate if you have something good to say, uh, put it in the comments section for iTunes. Just add that. I'd be very appreciative. You know, I've, I've got a lot of good comments uh, through that way. And, uh, you know, if you haven't done so, you know, just, just, just type a few sentences for me. I'd really appreciate that. Or if you just want to leave a rating, that's fine, too. Email, Twitter. You can connect with me at Building X, uh, LinkedIn, Matt Nelson PE. So you can get a hold of me that way. I'd love to connect with you and my listening audience. That would be great. The top 3%, always striving to make yourself better. And that's what I appreciate about you. So also sign up for the newsletter uh, that's going out on a uh, semi-regular basis now as of uh, this uh, this posting. So that you can sign up at buildingx.co. And that pretty much does it. So, I'll just remind you, until next time, remember, know what you build and share what you know.